Probably about a dinosaur. Uh, what? Is that what dinosaurs sound like? <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Some of them. Okay, yeah. speaking of dinosaurs, dragons are kind of dinosaurs. Yeah. Welcome to the yeah. episode. There, there wasn't a word for uh, dinosaurs when... Uh, when they were dinosaurs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely not. <laughs> There were <laughs> words. The word, the word for dinosaurs is like really new. It's like a 1900s word. So like before they were just they called were dragons. Just dragons. Yeah. Some archaeologists found them. It's like this, this is a dragon. Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. I'm your host Jared. I'm Patrick. That's our sound guy Joe. Ah, uh, hiccup. And that's Patience not in the background. Hey yo. That was really good. It actually was. Do it again. Uh, what else does he say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's only in two movies. Spoilers. <laughs> no, he's in three. He's in three? Yeah. I don't remember he's the third. He's a flashback. Oh, oh, he's in a flashback. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were doing the, the mug guy. The, the oh. father? <laughs> <laughs> I was going for more, more of his dad, but let's Stoic? be honest. All Vikings sound the same. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except for their children, apparently. Unless you're... Their, their, their children all sound like... like uh, Americans, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, audience, have you guys ever wondered how you can train your dragon? I have a dragon. Why are we saying this like an infomercial? Because this Wait, episode will be telling you how you train your dragon. I'll tell you to you right now. Uh, you walk towards them with yep. your hand forward. Yep. That easy. <laughs> it's about it's a, it's, it's about trust. It's like a bear. You can't. You, you got to stand your ground. Or right. Just have like a fistful of grass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> dragon it. Yeah. We were talking about the legendary series, How to Train Your Dragon. Mainly the films. There are books. I think I'm the only one who's ever actually indulged in the books. Have I? I I've read I? two of them. Oh, my you? brother has the entire series that he's read so many times. It's serious? falling apart. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Are they called How to Train Your Dragon? Yes. Or is it just well, the first one's How to Train Your Dragon, then there's like the other one's like How to Do This, How to Do That, but oh. it's still the same. Yeah. I see, I see. Series. Mm, my, even more dragons than in the movies. Yeah. My best friend yeah. growing up read all of them, and he would constantly rave about them, but this was at the time that I didn't read books. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of looked at him and was like, I'll just watch the movies when they come yeah, out. Yeah, right. The first one was like <laughs> being teased. Yeah. And I was like, I'll just watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, the books w- were by... Chrisida Cowell. I know there was like a, a point when the second movie was coming or already came out. It, I was trying to hunt for this book like in my school library and like other libraries. I was trying my best to try to get this book. But the How to Train Your Dragon books weren't like publicly available for the most part. Or yeah. like they weren't as widely distributed as like kids wanted to get their hands right. on them. Cause, yeah. Because I, I had like my, I talked about my best friend like he bought all his books he had a library card, mm-hmm. but he bought all the books, which means he did <laughs> yeah. not find a single thing at the library. And I had other friends who were like, yeah, I never read it growing up because I couldn't find it. I never read it, but, like, I've listened to all the audiobooks. Oh. If that counts. You see, you not see, I, uh, <laughs> I uh, took a voice acting class for this school, WGC, or FGCU, and I went to WGCU to record the lines. So for one of the, uh, the child book section... I did an excerpt from How to Train Your Dragon. Ooh. It's that for, it's that first bit. That I don't think it's in the first movie. It's in the third. It's uh, There were dragons when I was a boy. There were great grim sky dragons that nested off the clifftops like giant 
gigantic scary birds, yada, yada, oh, at yada. At the end of it, right? Yeah, it's yeah. at the very end. But that's the beginning of the series book-wise. Right. So, yeah, it's really cool. Do you, oh, do what you remember it? I mean... Or do you, do you like... Do you want to do it? I it was two years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was over Zoom. Okay. So. That's actually, that's actually, I kind of didn't know that like the start of the book is the end of the movie. That's really that's, that's a cool, really cool like mm-hmm. closing it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that. Circles, circles being completed. Circles. <laughs> we <laughs> love circles. Yeah. <laughs> so How to Train a Dragon, I say is very special to me because the second one is my favorite movie of all time. Oh. Period. And that's that's coming out on top of Pokemon 2000. So, and that's a pretty big deal for me. So, let's let's just dive into the movies then. Who wants to start? So, it's an amazing b- intro into this series. When you first watch the movie, the village is already under attack. Yeah. There's no exposition reel. There's no wall of text. You're thrown into this world that it really kind of sucks. You're just chilling at your home big lizards that can breathe fire just show up, take your sheep. Poor sheep, man. Yeah. And just, I was, I it was amazing. I've never been so engrossed so quickly within a, a movie, mm-hmm. especially an animated movie. It was yeah. um, phenomenal. Yeah, this is DreamWorks, and this is like when they're really, really cranking out really, like, nicely done, nicely produced animated films. Man. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like how each movie opens with, like, the, the narration by Hiccup, you know, like, this is Burke, and this is why it's shitty, but we have one thing other people don't. Dragons! <laughs> Great. Love it. Love it. Go yeah, ahead. It's like, I do like how every movie is kind of its own, like it follows like a s- formula to a certain degree, but mm-hmm. every movie is still at the same time different. Yes. Um, it, it's very much like you know what you're signing up for if you've watched at least one of the movies. Yeah. Um, that's. But I do just like... I'm I'm a big sucker for family stories, um, and I think How to Train Your Dragon really does follow a good family story arc in terms. Yes. I don't know what it's like to have a single parent, uh, but this movie I think kind of tackles that relationship really well. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. The even even when they were like both together, you know, the parents, when even when they were brought, all three of them are together. They're still taken apart, so he still only has one parent. Yeah, and they're able for like those five minutes. <laughs> yeah, they do really well, like capture that reunion moment, mm-hmm. but then also kind of being like, "But this ain't hiccup, yeah. so, <laughs> so we're gonna kill his dad." <laughs> yeah, and oh man, yeah. Oh spoilers! Uh, I, I, mean, I mean, it's all gonna be spoilers. Yeah, the dad dies, and the mom's not dead. Yeah, but at least he changes his ways before he dies. This is true. <laughs> Which was really well done because at first he's very dismissive in the first movie. He oh, doesn't what are you listen. Well, it's not just yeah. at all. Well, I mean, his name it's is Stoic. All of them. Name is Stoic. Oh my god! So gosh, therefore, yeah, he right. is Stoic. You right. It's an amazing name for an amazing character. <laughs> Why didn't they name their child Hiccup though? Why is that addressed? Yes. I missed that whole part. Okay. So uh, it's not addressed in the films, but it's in the show. Um, didn't watch the show. Uh, Riders of Burke. Which is great show. Writers and Defenders of Burke, great shows. This is between one and two. It, it explains that, like, the runt of the litter is always named Hiccup. So, like, the, the smallest, weakest, skinniest Hiccup. looking one is named Hiccup <laughs> because there are Hiccup with, there, there's a Hiccup within this genetic code compared to the rest of the Vikings that are big and strong and burly and stuff like that. Oh. Yeah. 
That's so sad. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But yeah. also, like the the dude from the twins isn't strong, buff, and burly either. But like his attitude's different, though. Yeah, fair, fair. You know, he he has he has a more violent attitude. Whereas, whereas Hiccup, he is timid, small, frail, weak. Yeah, it's you know? it's definitely a good name choice. Like I I when I'm writing anything, I'm always like. I, everybody spends too much time on names when they're writing, <laughs> yeah. but but or they either don't spend any time at all or spend too much time. And I'm of the spends too much time. And like Hiccup is, is I it fits like such a fitting name and it yeah. just works with the setting too. Because yeah, it like does. Vikings would name their kid Hiccup. Because like why not? If if, if they're gonna name their chief Stoic, if the chief's name is Stoic, which Vikings are known to be, it makes perfect sense for the kid to be named Hiccup. Just simple as that, you know. I don't know. Gobber too, like you know, just gobbling <laughs> food because he's fat. Gobber. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it works. It works. Cool. So, do we just want to go like film by film? Um. Yeah. Well, first, just to address the series as a go whole. Ahead. Like I, one of the main what? reasons why I love the series. Mm-hmm. Um. Frankly, a little bit of bias in there. I grew up with it. Same. Like I, it's, think, I think it's safe to say we all have. Yeah. 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 Hiccup was our. Oh. Well, Hiccup was our age. Yeah. If we, it, like, for anybody who watched How to Train Your Dragon and was born in, like, 2000, 1999, 2001. 2010. That's uh, when it came out. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm saying, like, anyone born in, like, 1999 to right. 2002, like, you were around Hiccup's age when, mm-hmm. like, you start watching these movies. Mm-hmm. And so it was. it's nice, like, having a movie. Whenever you have a movie series that, like, you grow up with, I think it adds to a fondness, at least for me. No, uh, that totally a ton makes of sense. Fondness totally for the series, because totally. like, because like when I'm ten, Hiccup was like eight or right. whatever. Um, and then when I'm like starting to figure out teenage life, guess what? He's Hiccup 16. started <laughs> trying to figure out teenage life, and then he's an adult. When I'm like basically an adult, so it's it's, it's cool. It's it was it's really nice. Like, because at the same time. The audience, you're. I'm still the audience. Yes. For every single movie, like yes, the, you're still the targeted audience. It is a family movie, so it goes to everybody. But the protagonist is aimed at people like me. Yeah. So that's I love the movie series because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like as Hiccup grows and his character develops, like you're not the same person you were watching the first movie when you're watching the second movie. Like the second movie is probably my favorite out of the three. Yeah. So I had it on my laptop and I watched it all the time. It was a problem, but. Even just, like, seeing the animation growing, too, like, between each film along with the characters. Oh, Hiccup is hideous in the first movie. I just rewatched it, and I was like, I don't remember them looking like that. (laughs) The the actual animation, like, the quality changes drastically from the first and second movie. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, like the hair isn't great. You can tell by Astrid's little bangs Mm -hmm. or whether just straight lines. Doesn't yeah. really work, but um. Well, like in the second one, you could see the little like scar on yeah. Hiccup's chin, like all the little stubble. Stubbles, like, even even like an Astrid's fur pelt right. thing or whatever, you can totally see like the amount of details in it. Even with the dragons themselves, like Toothless looks less approachable in the first movie than he does in the second. As in, mean like mm-hmm. he's less cute. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. You know, like you can see more scales. He's more like kind of. Mm, rough. I think in the second movie he also becomes a, just a little bit glossier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a good word for it. Mm-hmm. That's a good where, word. Where for a lot of the scales mm-hmm. shine more, um, and it's also he just kind of has more. It feels like he has more life. Yes. Uh, whereas in the first movie, he is meant to be like dragons are different, so the, their vibe is different. Which makes sense, but which works, I think, still. 
yeah. for for the vibe of the first film. Yeah, so. it was probably completely unintentional, or at least mostly unintentional. Right, but still worked out great, kind but, of. And also, just still growing with technology. Yeah, you know, technology getting better, so I, it's gonna look better. How to Train Your Dragon is definitely like a good like showcase <laughs> of like where like if you want to see just how we got through animation for yep. the past ten yeah. years, look at How to Train Your Dragon because it's very much like first movie. So much of its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, second movie, very much of its time. Last movie, it's like our current generation of, yeah. or our, our current uh, era of animation, where it's kind of we're we're basically at a peak. Yeah, we're we're, we're close. We're close to it if we're not already there. And for a series, since it's all Vikings, there's a lot of water. The water looks pretty damn good throughout mm-hmm. all all the films. You know, I, if I'm not mistaken, uh, they had their own water engine. Um, most movies do. Yeah. Uh, they, okay. They'll like hire. They'll, they'll buy. Uh, uh, I think the company Weta is known the most. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, that's the real name. <laughs> oh, I, I, it's W E D A. I think oh. Weta. Um, I, I is Weta on the other side. Or W E T A. Was it Elmer Fudd running the company? Uh, uh, Weta Digital, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they're the ones who do water sims. Okay. Sell, sell those, but there's there's a bunch of like uh, VFX companies that just release like sims and engines for things like water, gas, right. etc. So uh, they were definitely probably like we'll take a bit of that one because mm-hmm. clouds also in this movie yeah, like that's true. they Everywhere. do uh, for the second two movies the clouds actually have physics mm-hmm. when they fly through like you fly through and then it goes like. Poof. Yeah, or like when the camera starts moving through it and the vision slowly uh, starts to become faded, mm-hmm. foggier. Um, yeah, I mean, in t- terms of tech, like just looking at these movies technologically is is fun just to see how time changes. But mm-hmm. you could say the same for like Toy Story, any yeah. any real animation That's movie true. series because it takes a long time to but make like, a movie. But like, there's not there's not a lot of elements from Toy Story that I would say are better looking than How to Train Your Dragon. Like, well, there's, there's not... Well, Toy Story doesn't use... Did you like, see Buzz Lightyear in the first movie? I, I mean, like, I mean <laughs> in the sense of there's not a lot of, like, challenges in terms yeah. of what the How to Train Your Dragon crew had to face. How to Train Your Dragon has to show, like, beautiful landscapes, which is not a... Yes. Which is not a problem Toy Story has to solve. Toy exactly. Story has to make intriguing toys. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's a whole different challenge, but making landscapes uh, in this, like, archipelago-type yeah. landscape were also, like... The whole scene with um, Hiccup and Toothless taking Astrid uh, on a ride, on a joyride, mm-hmm. through sunset and then to, through uh, the night. Beautiful! What a beautiful moment. But, like, it just looks amazing, you know? The sunset, the lighting, oh. Oh, yeah. Flying in this movie is great, mm-hmm. which is why I'm really happy it has its own theme. Like, honestly, uh. it's... <laughs> Like just the all of the flying shots in this movie are like interesting in their own ways, from being just visually beautiful to goofily fun. The baby dragons in the third movie, they're to, great. To anytime, uh, anytime hiccups with uh, toothless, yeah, because it's just this plays triumphant. It's so good. It's, also, there's like fantasy elements in this song too is triumphant yes there's there's so much going there's a little bit of mysticism I think when, when yeah, opening and stuff heard, you just heard the little jingle that I well, cut out yeah, yeah. copyright <laughs> toothless will sue us toothless will sue us he's the lawyer the music, the music in, in, in the entire series is phenomenal I think and and it's mainly because of you know, that main theme there's there's a lot of the main theme within the rest of the, the score 
yeah. and stuff. Yeah, it's great. But um, should we just dive into the movie then? Uh, like specifically? One more general yeah, series man. thing. Uh, I do love the way they did dragons in this movie. They look I great. Think, well, I think monsters tend to be very... For people who aren't thinking too much about it, it could, they can just make it simple. Like, How to Train Your Dragon could have just had, like, one type of dragon right. in, a, in a bunch of different ways or whatever. And then they decided to have a bunch of different types of dragons. Yes. But then every single dragon looks so unique yet also mm-hmm. still fits the setting. There's so many dragons not shown in the movies that yeah. appear in the shows and in the games and stuff. And they are so cool and I love them. And they're all like they're all so unique. Yes. Um, but also generally follow like a theme. Um, and I absolutely adore uh, like just they they could have if dragons were done wrong in this movie, all three movies would have sucked. Yes. So so nailing down like these. It's the main draw. Yeah. Uh, how like diverse. Yeah. Yet similar dragons are. They did that like super well. Yes. Um. But I think we should be able to enjoy that victory for ourselves as well. So I have this game called How to Build Your Dragon. Ooh. Um, uh, build. Yeah, we're, we're going to build a dragon. Think of a dragon already in your heads. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be from your nightmares, from your dreams. Nightmares. It could also just look goofy as hell. Um, but I'm going to ask you guys some questions to kind of, one, talk about a little bit of behind the scenes for dragon stuff in How to Train Dragons, but also just, like, have fun. Uh, so first off, we have what class is the dragon? Because there's different classes that yes, dragons are. follow. There, are, I... there is strike class class which yeah. is like toothless uh like the the, the ones that are never seen yet do tons of damage kind of thing trackers very self-explanatory sharp very self-explanatory they're sharp <laughs> dragons they well, have okay. sharp tracker, wings tracker dragons are like the rumble horn and the deadly natter sharp dragons are like the deadly natter and the timberjack Go yeah, on. Yeah. uh boulder uh, they're like the chunky Gronkles. ones uh, they can also burrow like the cro- the gronkles and the whispering deaths yep uh, we have tidal ones. Oh, oh my god, the, the, the skulldrins and the thunder drums. Oh. The thunder drum looks so cool. So dude. cool. Uh, mystery ones, uh, essentially. Like the change they, wing and, and the uh, idiot zipple back. They have like unique things that they can do. So like multiple heads or uh, one uh, is called the death song and it makes music oh to draw Oh my gosh, yes. song. It's so cool. Doesn't that one have the amber spit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so cool. And then stokers, they're just fire focused. Yeah. Think the, like the, the nightmare. Yeah, the monstrous nightmare and and the red so, death. Um, yeah. We'll go by vote. Or actually... Um, we'll do this in order. It's we'll have Jared terrors. go first. Jared, you're choosing our class since you know the most about them. Oh my god! Oh Jesus! <laughs> because this this like sets up like all the different characteristics, like what it should have. Uh, my favorite, my my number one. It's it's a tie for my number one favorite dragon is uh the Skuldrin and the Deadly Natter. But I think I like the Deadly Natter more. It's a tracker slash sharp. It, it got hey, pick it, one. Yeah, pick one. That's that's hard. Sharp. Sharp. Okay. Sharp. Yeah. So we so we got a either a pointy a boy or a slicey dragon. boy. Yeah. Um how big is the dragon, Joe? Is it tiny, medi- tiny like baby dragons? Like is terrible it terrors. Dragon. Medium like your oh, like your dragon. human-sized dragons or close to human-sized dragons? Oh. Uh is it big like your uh nightmares or like those guys that are kind of like big but they're not colossal right. like your bewilder beasts and, and red uh, deaths. Red deaths. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be big. 
So it's are we going big or colossal? <laughs> it's going not colossal. The, the timber jacks are terrifying. The, the timber jacks are big, but they're like wide. That's yeah, their thing. They're, they're considered big, though. Yeah. Although they have like a giant wingspan of like exactly. 30 feet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're going with a big boy. Um, oh, uh, patience, boy or girl? Girl. Good. Okay. Uh, that wasn't on my list. I just needed to know. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Patience, actually, though. Now we need to choose uh, stats based on a priority. So the dragons in the movies have stats, uh, attack speed, armor, mm-hmm. firepower, shot limit, venom, jaw strength, stealth. Yep. Uh, do you need me explain any of those, all of you? I'm, no, I'm good. I got it. Make okay. Pretty self-explanatory. So each of you is going to choose one stat to prioritize. So patience. Attack speed. Uh, attack, not mm-hmm. attack speed. Attack mm-hmm. or speed? Attack. Okay. Uh, speed. If, speed. It, if it's a sharp class, it needs to be fast, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hits off hard, hits fast. List them off for me again. Uh, l- we have left armor, firepower, shot limit, venom, jaw strength, stealth. You gotta, you gotta be able to take a hit. You gotta invest in some yeah. armor a little bit. Okay, so we're going with attack speed armor. All right. So now some of the smaller details. Can I um, can I choose what kind of fire it breathes? Sure, we'll get to yes, it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, patience. What color is the dragon? Um, uh, red. Okay, it's red. Uh, Jared, answer your own question. Um, magnesium breath, because uh, the hottest fire is magnesium, and the deadly natter has that. So there, there you go. Okay. Um, Joe. Does well, it have legs? If so, how many? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's just like a little there are plenty of dragons <laughs> that do not have <laughs> legs true. in the show. I'm going to yeah. go with, I'm going to go, so the classic answer is four, so front and back, five. No, 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 <laughs> six, wait, six. Wait, it's got to be, it's got to be. <laughs> Where are the other two? <laughs> An odd number what of legs. What do you mean? Legs. It's like a, it's a, like a centipede. By a glow worm. Okay. So it could be able to like stand up on four and then two when it wants to be really tall. Yeah. <laughs> There are dragons like that already. Yeah. Okay, right? okay, I like it. Like the the fireworm or whatever. Do you remember that one? I think so. Mm. Patience. What does this dragon eat? <clears throat> oh, that's a good. That's a really good question. Uh, this determines chicken, the size of its mouth. Chicken is usually the best for dragons, or depending. Fish, sheep, other dragons. Right. Oh yeah. Go with chicken because I like the sheep. <laughs> I, I like the sheep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Poor sheep. So it's got a very the small mouth. The little noise mouth. they make when Man. they get grabbed. Um, and then, Jared, give us its name. Ooh, uh, a name. Oh. Mm. Actually, we'll do the name last. Okay. I'll have you answer the next question, but first I need to describe the dragon. Uh, so that you all can see what we have. We have a tracker class dragon uh, that is very big. Um, it's very armored fast and hits hard uh it's fire is magnesium very hot and the fire uh i'm gonna say is red or i guess magnesium would have its own color it would have like a yellow orange yellow orange uh it is a red dragon um it's got six legs and a very small mouth uh because he eats chickens (laughs) so knowing all of that jared uh how do you see this dragon living its daily life how do i see it living uh okay, if it's a sharp class, so it it will not be in caves or anything. So I would say around fields and slash forests, you know, uh, flying throughout those um, type of landscapes because it eats chicken, so it's got to be around that. <clears throat> it might terrorize a few villages just for the chickens, just for food, but other than that, I think I think it's a very it'll be like a mutual 
type of dragon. Like, it's just, don't mess with me, I won't mess with you. All right? Okay. Yeah. So, Joe, knowing all of this, what would you like to name this dragon? Jamavius Boon. Jamavius Boon. We're breaking. <laughs> all of the How to Train Your Dragons have a th- dragons from the series have a theme to like their names. It's like yeah. Death Natter, Armor Wing, and what are you naming this? Jamavius. Jamavius Boon. <laughs> well, Boon's his last name. Yeah, of course, of course. First name Jamavius. Okay, so but is that's that your species is that your, name? This is the species name, I not your oh. personal name that you're giving it. I'm saying so. If you had this, you would name it Jamavius Boone. Yes, uh, but that's but not your question. Patience, I guess. Uh, what would the <laughs> dragon species name be? Or Jared, whoever gets it first. Uh, <laughs> Somebody for, think of something. For a name, <laughs> I was going to say Neon because of our own little pet. Oh, tr- okay. That's for a, that's a good name. I, I thought that was that but was going to be a species name, but no. We we gotta add like a spooky twist to it. <sighs> yeah, it's got to be based off what it does. It's spiky. Right, it's right. a spike or er, uh, tracker guy. Spiky fiery. Oh no, we went with spike, didn't we? Yeah, spike. Oh, I got it wrong. Spiky fiery. So spiky boy. fiery fast boy. Mm. Armored boy. Razor whip is already a thing. Razor whip is already a thing. Uh, I like I like where your brain's headed. Strike is a cool name. Strike. Add like one thing in front or behind Torch strike. strike. Torch Strike. That's not a bad one. Torch Striker. Maybe. All right. So Torch Striker, the not strike class dragon. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which, right. Joe, which Joe owns, and its name is Jamavius Boot. <laughs> Why does Joe get to keep her? Oh, uh, can we can we have Jamavius. like that drawn out? Um, I don't, I'm not. I will literally draw it if you well, send me that. Okay. What? Send white. The list of all the things, so I don't forget. You're telling me you don't remember? We'll make no, <laughs> I have no memory. What you, you mean? don't remember I mean, Jamavius Boone? I know Jamavius. You have this episode to go to look back You're to. Right. You know? True. Either I'm you do that, or we can commission it from the last person who did uh, mm-hmm. Neon and um, Madame Raz, because she does Madame a lot of dragons. I forget her uh, handle, but it was like Monster Moo or something. Or you, that listener that I know is just so good at drawing. Oh yeah, right. her first yeah, piece for real. of fan art. That'd yeah. be pretty cool. <laughs> it would be cool. Be <laughs> the <laughs> second the word Jamavius left my mouth, I know you got inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> I know it. I love the variety of dragons and how they look, and I love uh, the um, the Hobblegrunt. The, 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 the tiny Hobblegrunt? purple one? No. Oh. Um, the Hobblegrunt is the, or in the second one, it was the blind one that can change colors based on the mood. Oh, yeah. I don't remember this. No, I'm pulling it. It's out. cute. It's it's. It, I love it. Uh, the purple, the tiny purple one. I, I think you're talking about the shuttle claw. Uh, yeah. Oh, I love them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. They're He's so got a great. Little crowd. They're so great. Yeah. Okay. So let's dive into the movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So first movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're talking. Uh, dragons are bad. The plot being dragons are bad, but they're actually good, and we yeah. got to treat them like they're good. I mean. Ugh. That's yeah, oversimplification, but I think like the real story is this guy or this kid who's outcast and different meets a, a dragon that is an outcast and different, not like any other dragon, and yet and they both become handicapped, which is great. And there's there's I, one thing that is uh, emphasized throughout the entire film is relationships and and self growth in multiple levels with with hiccup and toothless and i think that's beautiful yeah i i think there's also a big uh theme with or i guess uh what am i looking for i guess theme of uh listening uh throughout okay. because it's very much hiccup a lot of the time is not talking 
to his dad, but at his dad. Yeah. Because his dad isn't listening. Yeah. Um, and then also a lot of the other people he talks to, they they don't talk to Hiccup. Mm-hmm. They talk at Hiccup. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the uncle is very much like, here's what you need to do, kid. But Hiccup isn't listening. Yeah. Hiccup isn't going to do the things he says. He's just trying to avoid trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very much like when everybody starts listening to each other in the movie, then suddenly dragons are starting to be treated better because they're being listened yep. listened to. They're not really saying anything. But, right. Hey, what's uh, up? I'm a dragon. <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, but they're being understood. Uh, all the characters with uh, within the cast begin to understand each other a little more, even mm-hmm. if they don't like each other. They, they like, cooperate more. Yeah. Um, and, and they side with Hiccup once they start listening to seeing what he does and actually listening to the things he's trying to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think there's this big theme of like listening to the people around you. That's in this fair. Movie. Yeah. Um, and, and also just Hiccup listening to Toothless and Toothless listening to Hiccup, like yeah. within their own relationship. Yeah. Uh, learning how to trust each other with flight and stuff. Them just learn, like getting to know each other with the you know, famous hand scene, you know? Ooh. I mean, that's that goes a long way. That goes a long way. And and even uh, throughout the rest of the films, the second movie is still like, you know, we need Drago to listen to us. You know, I need to talk to him so we cannot have war. And then Valka is like, no, you need to listen to me. He can't be reasoned with. We need to protect the dragons and all that. And Stoic is like, you need to be cheap. Yeah. Yeah, and then the, the third movie, listening, I guess, still, with yeah. how uh, the Hiccup wants to talk or – Tries at first mm-hmm. to talk with the the mercenary hired yeah, dude, uh, oh, and then that just serves to mess him up until so he has to so he has to go. Oh, sometimes you can't just listen. Yeah, uh, but he also learns that in the other movie when he tries to talk to Drago. He does, yeah, and also like he needs to listen. Like Hiccup needs to listen to everybody else being like, "Hey, we," or not to everybody else, but like I guess to the growing world, I guess that can't always be with your dragons, can't always depend on them, so you gotta let them go and stuff like that and, you know, separate the worlds. And that's just a change, a natural change that Hiccup needs to listen to and he needs to listen to the needs of the people of Burke and stuff. And the whole decision to move Burke was crazy, mm-hmm. you know, to, to relocate an entire island population. Yeah, well, I mean, imagine the most dedicated people here in Fort Myers were just God. like, hey, we're gonna pick up Fort Myers and push it somewhere else. <laughs> they're not, they're not going to be fits. <laughs> Old yeah. people don't change. Yeah, no. Uh, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of coming of age. A lot. You know? well, if you even just age. look at Hiccup in the first movie, he's like every awkward mm-hmm. teenage boy that just I has totally relate. no idea what you're doing. I totally relate. Like him trying to talk to them, he's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, no. He's a lefty and I'm a lefty, so that makes me happy. J- Jared oh. is Hiccup. Yeah, I, I, I will not hide it. I totally connect with Hiccup on I a lot with of Hiccup levels. Too. I think we all can. I think that's like the beauty of it, right? Like we all have, we've all grown up with them, with him, and yet we can all relate yeah. in some way. It's a coming weird. of age story of our time. Yes. It's, it's definitely, of course, we're going to relate <laughs> to the main character who's doing yeah. the coming of age quest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm a sucker for coming of age stories. Yeah. Uh, it's it's always like it, it's. It's where you can see the most, like, relatable growth in a character. Right. Um, Because it's like, I'm not ready. I need to be ready. 
what's it like to get there? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the challenges and tribulations to get to that point? And each movie tackles like a different aspect of that. Like yeah. the first movie, uh, Hiccup has to establish his authority. Mm-hmm. Um, second movie, uh, or second movie's I guess garnishing. No, third movie is garnishing trust, mm-hmm. uh, leadership, and trust uh, and respect to the community, community around him. Second movie, I guess, would be it's responsibility. I think responsibility, like like owning up to the things you have to do for yourself and for your people or else there's going to be big consequences like one one of the main reasons why I love the second movie is air, uh, air quotes poetry maybe I don't know how, how else to call it like Hiccup is not listening to his father who is the chief who wants to pass down this mantle to Hiccup he, is, he wants him to be ready but like Hiccup is still very like like glossy eyed or whatever or uh, being like, no, we need to. T- he do wants this to do, thing. He wants to do his own thing. Yeah, he doesn't want to be chief because he's more so looking towards the mm-hmm. the, jur- the the things he's good at, and he right. wants to do those things. But like Stoic is like, no, you can't always be doing what you want. You need to think of all these other people and dragons, all these other lives. If you don't, then we lose everything. Then what are we fighting for? Yeah, we're fighting for a free world where dragons and humans can can live together in harmony. But like, what? are you willing to pay? You know, what's the price you're willing to pay to get that? And if you're going to keep being rambunctious and, and going to be bashful or, or rash to do this type of stuff, then what we get as a result, first of all, we we see a great family reunion. Uh, this whole movie plays on so many notes, so many heartstrings for me. And there's it, This movie is perfect, in, in my opinion, in every way. It hits every single beat a movie is supposed to beat. We get this reunion of family, right? Look, everybody's together. We get a whole musical number, which is beautiful. What an amazing moment. And then not too long later, not too long after, big bad guy's like, hey, man, I ain't listening. So I'm going to have your dragon kill your father or I'm gonna have your dragon kill you but it kills the father mm-hmm. instead that's like heavy that's hardcore man that's heavy <laughs> that before a kids broke film? my heart like when he's yelling at Toothless right? afterwards and he just leaves I'm like it's like it's not his on purpose. you know it's oh, it's played so many strings and like that's uh, that's a price that Hiccup paid because of his I don't know Unknowingness? I don't know. Un- unwilling, unwilling to to understand. A stubbornness. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It, it's welcome. it's not. He he doesn't. It's he's is it li- he's doing the same thing his dad did. He's yeah. not Listening. He's being stoic. He's being stoic. <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the same time, I kind of get like y- you do sympathize with where he's coming from. Of course, because, because we're, we're that well, age. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, because he's an explorer. That's yeah. what he's been the entire he, first he's an inventor but after he gets a hang in the inventing <laughs> he's good on that he wants to explore he's building mm-hmm. the map yep. he's trying to find where dragons come from all of that like it, it's just kind of this uh, throughout the sec- for second and third movie yes. his whole thing is I explore yeah. um, so it's like he wants to do that but then the responsibility of chief's kind of being thrown on him and honestly Astrid should have been chief anyways honestly well like Hiccup uh, is still capable yeah, to doing it. He is still capable not, of doing it, but not he's better at doing other true. things that are needed for the village. That is true. So I understand where he's coming from. It's like I'm not. I shouldn't be chief. I should be here doing this. Ultimately, that that exploring stuff helped because they went to Newburg. Yeah. So which they discovered, I'm sure, and also same all that that I just said 
But responsibility, same thing lands on Toothless. There's a lot of parallels with the growth of Toothless and Hiccup and just Mm -hmm. them separate. Toothless, Hiccup. They go through the same things. They're the same age, apparently. And yet, uh, Toothless needs to take on the mantle of being the alpha. He grows into a titan-winged dragon, which I don't know if that means anything to you. No? Okay. That's just like, you know, um kid adult or kid teenager adult like tight like yeah right I don't old know. man kind of it's like <laughs> it's like it's like it's like a new evolution it's like a mega evolution right <laughs> i think that's the best way for me to, for me to put sure, it like yeah. every dragon can become a titan wing and they their form changes and stuff but they basically mega evolve well i feel like in the first one it's them more learning to work together and yes. rely on each other like Toothless is missing part of his tail. He can't fly without Hiccup. Hiccup needs Toothless to figure out what he's supposed to do. And mm-hmm. the second one is them kind of starting to realize they need to also be able to grow separately. And then the third one is them being able to do that. Fully embracing that change. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's that's a great way to put it. Great way to put it. The character development that I thought uh, that stuck with me most, more so than Tooth when the Hiccups, is Astrid, actually. Yes! Okay. I really like her character trope. It's the same kind of as uh, Tae Long. Tai Long, the dra- the snow leopard from ha- from Kung Fu Panda. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So, so <laughs> I haven't heard that lady in a while. Dragon school. You see, you have Astrid, the star student. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. really good at what she's doing. Natural. She's a natural born leader. And then there's this little shit. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally, if his name like means what you says. Yeah. Just comes along, doesn't seem to ca- know or care. And then he suddenly just is amazing at what he's doing. Mm-hmm. She obviously gets really, really jealous. Mm-hmm. And she goes to find the bottom of this. She doesn't trust him. And she kind of has a reason not to once she sees the Night Fury he's been befriending. Mm-hmm. But then she grows into a very trusting and loyal character. Yes. But that all stems from jealousy. And I don't think a part of I think a part of her just kind of like accepts that mm-hmm. and just she needs to make up for it by being a very loyal and like she kind of made this the second movie's climax happen yes mm-hmm. with like freeing all the other dragons yes yeah 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 she yeah, made yeah. she makes up for her hubris and her arrogance in the first by just being a very like grounded and amazing character mm-hmm. no that's was, that's a great point I don't know if I'd say it's as much arrogance, though. Like, I feel like she learns to soften. Like, I think, like, being the star student growing up with Viking, she's kind of like, this is how I'm supposed to be. Mm. Like, I have to be tough, and I'm the best at all of this. So, like, she, you could even tell, like, she's more reserved than the rest of them are throughout most of it. They're all having conversations. She's just kind of doing things and excelling in what she's good at right. and when she finally builds that relationship where Hiccup where she can kind of bring the walls down and kind of soften like she doesn't have to be like the perfect Viking like she can be a person mm-hmm. she actually changes where I don't think Hiccup changes that much really mm-hmm. not really I think he matures a lot he definitely matures but he doesn't like change I see he, he, uh, I think he, he gets it, the only change I can see is him getting harder in the sense of like uh, tougher? <laughs> t- no, like in the sense of um, with harder against people. Like, uh, oh. uh, he's kind of uh, when it comes to this. Is, sounds very <laughs> immature, but it's not my intention. I don't know what other word to use here. No, go uh, ahead. Where like uh, I guess tougher would still be the word. Sure. Yeah. Uh, where like uh, with um in the second movie, he's trying to talk with Drago, be peaceful with him. But then in the in the third movie, he sets up a conversation 
but the goal is more the conversation is more a trap right. where like with the uh, the hunter's name I always forget I don't remember his name uh, that guy he's, he's, he's not blondie he's, I thought his hair was white yeah his hair is white no uh, oh, yeah, I didn't like his design uh I I think he wasn't the focus is the thing no he wasn't so but it's I do like, like the the personal elements of him being the life fury hunter yeah I like that. No, it, go ahead. It, it adds to why he should be in the story. Yeah, yeah. But it very much like he's already ready to fight. Right. When l- this whole encounter happens. To be fair, it does start with his dra- dragon, actually <laughs> just a fat dude, <laughs> getting shot with a sleep dart. Yeah. But like he, like he set up the trap beforehand. Like we're at, we're going at this dude right off the bat. Yeah. Because we know he's dangerous. Yeah. He he listens to uh, the Got the it? old slaver. Oh, old slaver. Uh, what's the trapper? The old trapper. Yeah, Eret, son of Eret. Eret, yeah, <laughs> dude. Um, he actually listens to the guy. Yeah. Uh, whereas before, with the second movie, every single time was him kind of being like, "Hey, they're like, no." Uh, his dad's like, "No, Drago's dangerous. Don't talk to him." And he's like, "Nah." nah. And then his mom's <laughs> like, "No, Drago's dangerous. Don't talk to him." And he's like, "Nah." nah. And then the third movie, we see that change where he gets tougher. <laughs> he he gets right. uh, less um, naive peaceful i guess right he he's more willing to do what he has to do yeah yeah um great point you brought up with astra and all that stuff in the second movie not a single like moment or character was wasted mm. like the supporting cast which is Astrid, uh, Snotloud, Fishlegs. I wouldn't, about, I wouldn't say rough. Astrid's so much supporting cast as he, she is but she she like compared to everybody else in the second movie in the first movie no I, I think she's totally main cast, but in the second movie, I think she takes more of a backseat mm-hmm. role, but has, but you know, it's in charge of like this B plot. Yeah, you know, I it's think an amazing B plot. Yes, some B plots suck. Yes, <laughs> every star character, you know, from the the main protagonist to the families to the friends, have their very specific roles and have their own story to follow, and I think everything was executed perfectly, and there's no time wasted in the second film. Yeah, second, mo- second movie is definitely the highlight one for me. I like yeah. the third more just because I do uh, not story second one by far better. Right. But the design for the third one, I think, really lo- was like a really good cherry on top in terms of just visuals. And, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, when, when they were in the hidden worlds, all glowy and stuff. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was beautiful. Oh, my gosh. It's the 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 shot I can always see in my head is where uh, <clears throat> Toothless is flying and they're flying over something. And then it's a ledge, and once the ledge goes back, and yeah. then it's immediately just like this bright thing, and it's a complete change in environment yeah. from dark and what's going to happen to like, wow. Yeah. And then Toothless's <laughs> scales go all weird, and it's so cool. Yeah, it's great. It's a great film. Uh, yeah, there's there's a lot to talk about, but it's just hard to like whittle it down to certain things, but... <laughs> I think... We talked a lot characters. We, yeah, we talked, talked a lot music. of characters. Talked music, yeah. Talked I environment. Think I think this trilogy started and ended perfectly. Like, yes. there's hell, even with the the final goodbye between Toothless and Hiccup is a direct callback from this exact moment. This exact moment from the first no. film. You he's know? flashing his laptop like a crazy person, like he's proving uh-huh. the conspiracy. I have it. It's right here. I have the notes. Well, what do you the, mean? When well, saying goodbye, the little, you know, little hand thing. Oh well, yeah, but I mean, they he d- they do that like all the time. In the I know, movies. I know, but like it's but just it's, it's the moment. It was, <laughs> it was the moment like when they were first 
when they first bonded, they did that hand thing. Yeah. And their last moment together, at least until at that time, they did that. Yeah. When going away, it's very poetic. There's, there's, there's so, so like there's like a narrative technique word for it, where yeah. you start something with something and end something with something. Yeah. I always forget the name <laughs> of it. But I think I think it's a perfect series, regardless if some movies have some problems that they're up and downs or whatever. But I think it like it ends on such a high note, but there's also like it's somber. I think it's it ends where it should. Where yes. it's like you're you're sad because you're like it's over and it has to end like this. It's very touching. But you're also like this is how it should have been. Yes, yeah, and, and they tied up like all the loose ends really nicely, and we get a f- little flash forward to you know Hiccup and Astrid have kids, uh, Toothless Ooh. and the Light Fury have kids, and they have their own little shared moment when they reconnect and stuff. It's great. It's a very it's real ending. It's yeah. not just like the happy because we're a kids movie and we have to have the happy ending. It's like no, this is a little more what real life is like. They worked for this. Mm-hmm. They worked. So hard. And just because it's not a happy, like, happy, happy ending doesn't right. mean it's not the right ending. That's true. Yeah. Um, there's also a show, or a new show, that's, like, supposed to be modern age dragons. Ooh. It's called Dragons oh. uh, Nine Realms. Dragons in New York? I, I don't know where. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's, Jeez. it's a modern age, uh, like... I think it was 1,300 years after is the it, ending. Is it like the other shows where it is catered to a very young audience? No. Okay. I, I think I think it's like, you know, uh, teens. Okay. You Because know. I know the, the How to Train Your Dragon, like, TV shows, they're very... There was there was Rescue Riders, which Rescue is Rescue Riders <laughs> is very childish. Yes. But the other one is still very, like, it feels like I'm watching Disney XD right. uh, at, like the the 3 p.m. time <laughs> where it's specifically catered to yeah. like those very simple shows for simple kids. Rise and Defenders of Burke, yeah, that's that that's kind of the vibe. But I think that this new one is pr- pr- matches that still. Uh, I haven't seen it, but like it's 1300 years in the future or now, um, and yeah, it's it's like the main strike class dragon is a descendant of Toothless and the Life Fury. So it's a nightlight. Yeah, oh, a nightlight. That's what they're called. <laughs> the babies are called nightlights. <laughs> I that's hate that. That's literally Why? so cute. Night that is Fury, adorable. Night nightlights. They're nightlights, Patrick. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> well, like it, it becomes an adult, and is supposed to be super scary. Dragon that, is still doesn't just, have to it's be a, scary. It's a nightlight. It's a nightlight. I mean. Oh look! It's a nightlight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Not it's all dragons have to be ya. scary. <laughs> I mean, there's a terrible terrors, but like they're cute. Imagine knocking on someone's door and says, and then they say, "Sir, I'm very sorry, but your wife was eaten alive by a nightlight." Listen, <laughs> <laughs> even the scariest dragons are cute. Just look at Toothless in the first movie. He's not the scariest dragon. He's he's supposed to be though. Like, like he's, he's a night fury. Well, I guess nobody knows what he looks baby. like. Yeah. Right. Do you know how they got a lot of the animation for him? They cats? had the. They did it with cats. They had the animators yeah. sit in a room with cats and play with cats for a day. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, so, moral total. of the story: dragons are cats. Therefore, cats are superior. For the most part, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Stormfly, Deadly Natters are more like birds. Yeah. You know, they behave more like birds. <laughs> yeah. What a great series! Oh, definitely. I don't know where else to go. Um, if you haven't watch watched it. the Train to Dragon, yeah, just watch, <laughs> watch everything. How to Train Dragons. One, what have you been Read doing? Read all the books. <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know happens. about reading all the books. Let you us know if you can find well, them at your library. That would be nice. <laughs> if you nice. want to read the books, but also like you still get the entire experience yeah, from watching. You don't need the to, but yeah. like, but it's nice. Don't More watch dragons. the TV shows unless you're just absolutely so watch in love. Watch the TV shows. Watch Watch Rise and Defenders of Burke. Because you get to see so many, so much more dragons, so many different kind of dragons. You do get to see a lot of dragons. If you like the dragons, watch the TV show. Yes, because it's very much just like we're gonna go find the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on Twitter at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating; that'll be lovely. And we'll catch you on the next one. I feel bad. I, I like to apologize to anyone who clicked on this podcast thinking they were actually going to get a step-by-step process of training <laughs> dragons. That somebody that didn't know it was a series, somebody that just really wanted to learn how to train dragons. I'm sorry. I told them. Also, where did I you said, get a I dragon? I said how to. Yeah, you right? put your hand forward. Yep. It puts its face on your hand. You did it. Go just ahead. like a cat. Yeah, <laughs> just grab the cat's face. You're mine now. There's an equal chance of getting eaten from that. <laughs>